0: Oh, good morning, my friends. Uh, you know, you can't have church growth without church problems. If you've been involved with the church very long, you understand that there are difficulties, and the New Testament church was um, was not exempt from problems. Turn to uh, Acts chapter ten. We're in our series on the Passion of Jesus Christ, and we and we come to this point about uh, rituals and uh, the basis for salvation, and and uh, we're in. Uh, in in piper's book here uh the the title of this to abolish circumcision and all the rituals of the basis of salvation now we're going to look at acts chapter 10 but i want you to write down uh genesis chapter 17 uh verse 10 and following there's a few scriptures there and it talks about god setting aside um the jewish people for his people and he sets them aside with a covenant a brand new covenant, and part of that was circumcision for the males. Um, and so there was this, uh, separation. There was this, uh, a cost, if you will, to following God. And that was established by God. But when Christ comes, he comes to abolish those things that are outward symbols to earn our salvation. In Acts chapter 10, uh, Peter is preaching at the house of Cornelius. He is a Gentile. And as the church begins to move into um, ministering to the Gentiles, all of a sudden there's going to be these difficulties. Uh, do the Gentiles need to be circumcised? Do they need to keep these certain rights? Do they need to, to have uh, grace plus the law? And so Peter's preaching to the house of Cornelius in Acts chapter uh, 10, Um, In verse 34, then Peter began to speak, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. So there's this powerful move of God that happens in the house of Cornelius, which opens up the church to controversy. So turn over to Acts chapter 15. In Acts chapter 15, we have a kind of a three-part battle, and I want you to write these numbers down. Um, Number one, we have the dispute Acts chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. Uh, number two, we have the defense, Acts chapter 15, 6 through 18. And then we have the decision there at the council uh, at Jerusalem. And uh, and that is, uh, the decision comes down in Acts chapter 15, 9 through, 19 through 21. So this is, about 20 years after the day of Pentecost. So to give you a timeline, we're in about AD 49. And so things are happening. We had the house of Cornelius. We have the Gentiles being touched. We have all kinds of ministry opportunities happening. And all of a sudden, all heck breaks loose. And why does it happen? It's because there's a dispute over what the Gentiles need to do to be saved. Let's look at this, I'm gonna read quite a few verses, but um, let's read the first five verses of Acts 15, one through five. Some men came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the brothers. Now listen, they didn't go there with the authority of of the Jerusalem council. They came on their own. And they said, unless you're circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you can't be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. So Paul and Barnabas were appointed along with some other brothers or believers to go up to Jerusalem to see the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent them on their way. And as they traveled through Phoenicia and Samaria, they told uh, how the Gentiles had been converted. This news made all the brothers very glad. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and elders to whom they reported everything God had done. Then some of the believers stood up. Who they belong to the party of the Pharisees. See, the Jewish believers were still parts of Pharisees, Sadducees. They were still people who'd come from the priesthood. So they're standing guard over the traditions and over the law. Uh, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to obey the law. So here is the, the battle. We want you to be saved. We want you to be a part of the church, but we're not going to let you forsake the law. So you can see this battle that is brewing. And so the dispute is, is taking place and 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 um, James and the elders and the apostles are listening to Paul and Barnabas. And then all of a sudden, Peter stands up. The apostles, verse six, we have the defense. The apostles and elders met to consider the question after much discretion. Peter got up and answered them. Now, Peter is a big deal, right? It was said of Peter that uh, Jesus said of Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of God, not to anybody else. He to Peter. And on the day of Pentecost, Peter stands up and represents um, the brethren and he speaks and thousands are saved. Peter is a big deal. And he's the one that God sends and ministers to him in the dream, you'll remember, in, in Acts. And then he sends him to the house of Cornelius. This is all in Acts 10. Brothers, Peter says, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips Acts chapter 10, the message of the gospel and belief. God who knows the heart showed that he accepted them by giving him the Holy Spirit. Remember in the middle of his message, the Holy Spirit interrupted them, filled them with the Holy Spirit and although Jewish witnesses began to see that God now was no respecter of persons. Just as he did to us, he filled us with the Holy Spirit. He made no distinction between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith, not by outward acts, not by being circumcised, not by keeping rituals but by inward work verse 10 now then why do you try to test god this is not about you testing the gentiles you're testing god because the holy spirit has filled them just like he filled us showing and proving that god knows the intents of the heart Uh, By putting on the necks of the disciples a yoke, you want to put on us a yoke that neither we nor our fathers were able to bear. We weren't even able to keep all the rituals and all the uh, uh, the circumcision and the rituals and all the basis for salvation based on the law. No, we believe it through grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that we are saved just as you are. If you're saved, we're saved. And how is it done? It's done by grace the whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul began to tell about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke, brothers, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God had first showed his concern by taking from the uh, Gentiles a people for himself. He ministered and infiltrated uh, the, the Gentiles and the words of the prophets are in agreement with this as it is written. and he goes back to the Old Testament after this, and this is in Amos chapter 9, 11 through 12. You can look this up and Isaiah chapter 45 or 21 as well. After this, I will return. I will rebuild David's fallen tent. It remains, its ruins I will rebuild, rebuilding the kingdom of David and placing again someone on the throne that would fulfill this, and that would be Jesus Christ. And I will restore it, that the remnant of men may seek the Lord, and all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord, who does these things that have been known for ages. God had spoken through the prophets, the Old Testament always pointing to the New Testament, that God would raise up uh, someone from the lineage of David. And we know in chapter one of Matthew, verse one, that Jesus is of the house of David. He's the son of David. He's the son of Abraham. He fulfills all of that. He's the branch uh, that comes up uh, uh, from David. And he fulfills all these things. Jesus fulfills all these things. And he's born of the Virgin Mary. And he comes and he fulfills all this. And he comes to preach the good news and to set the captives free. So here's the decision that they come to. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, they're not gonna let him completely off the hook. We should write to them telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals and from blood, because strangled animals did not have the blood removed from them. Therefore, they were unclean because life is in the blood. For Moses has been preached in every city from the earliest times and is read in the synagogues on every Sabbath. And it pleased them that this decision was made. Now, let's go to Galatians chapter 5. I hope some of this... Uh, is sinking in. If you don't understand much about uh, what happened in the Jewish faith, what happened in the, the old covenant versus the new, you'll understand more. Uh, tomorrow's lesson, we'll get into the new covenant a little bit more. But look at Galatians chapter five and verse one, a few more verses and then we'll close. Um, Galatians 5, one, it is for freedom to Christ to set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. Paul says, we've been removed from this yoke of slavery, the law of God, let's not go back to it. Let's not go backwards. So he's standing firm in what's been taught in verse 11. Um, he says, brothers, if I'm still preaching circumcision, why am I being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. He says, if I was continuing to do what I did before, before Christ, and I didn't mention the cross, but I still talked about circumcision as the way to coming into fellowship, coming into the covenant, then I would not be being persecuted. But because I'm standing for what is right, because I'm standing for what God has given me and the message that he's giving me therefore i am being persecuted if i didn't want to be persecuted i'd go back to just teaching about circumcision and all the rituals and all the law but i choose not to do that because god has set us free galatians chapter 5 verse 1 and i'm not going backwards and i don't want you to either let's go to acts chapter 13 acts chapter 13 verses 38 and 39 He says this, therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. He's talking to the Gentiles. Through him, everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be justified from by the law of Moses. He says, listen, we couldn't get there. The law was the schoolmaster. The law pointed to a time when there would be someone who would free us from that and we would have this relationship in this new covenant that Jeremiah talked about and we would have this newness of life and we would have this freedom. So do not go backwards. Stay on track and you will see the salvation of the Lord and that salvation is through, by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ apart from the law. Numbers chapter six, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God bless you. I'll talk to you tomorrow.